Good afternoon. Welcome to the 330 Sports Show. My name is Justin Coffin. Across from me, Joe Danier, who is uh, right there in camera. Uh, so um, it is Tuesday, January 30th, 2024. Um, the show is about 10 minutes late than usual because I went to the post office and it's right next door downtown. And normally it takes me two minutes. But today, Karen in front of me. I, I don't I'm just assuming that's her name. Okay. She had a bunch of jokes and uh, she paid with um, stamps she shouldn't have. And uh, let's just say she pissed me off. <laughs> How you feeling? I, I was a little heated. I was like, I'm going to need some of this uh, Sazerac right here in a minute. But uh, she was she's one of those. She wasn't an old lady. She wasn't young. She was like, I would guess in her late 50s, early 60s. But she was one of those people like. I'm going to I'm going to slap as many stamps on this 14 15 dollar mailing as I can. And can I add a, I'm going to pay a penny for every time I've said a curse word in my life for the remaining balance. And it just pissed me off. It's like get the hell out of the way. If you don't know what you're doing, figure it out before you get in line. Okay? Yeah. All can right. I rant about my I feel, post I feel office better thing? Now, now give me your I got a one up oh, and you. By the way, wait, yeah. wait. Let me finish that yeah. story because then she was two people in front of me. She waited. She was in her car doing God knows what after she was done. So like five minutes later, I finally check out because I was two people behind her. And then as soon as I am starting to drive right out here on whatever street that is, um, she pulls out in front of me. <laughs> of course she did. She backs, she backs right out. Wasn't even looking. So thanks, Karen. All right. Anyway, how old was your Karen, by the way? I'm going to say mid fifties, okay. late fifties. All right. Yeah. Well, my Karen at the post office was probably in her seventies. Okay. Crazy, right. And so she's walking up to the post office. I'm carrying three boxes. Right? Karen's at the post office. Karen's We're titling this. Absolutely. Show. <laughs> okay. I'm carrying three heavy boxes yeah. and she's walking a little slow. Like mm -hmm. you can tell she's hobbling. She's using the railing yeah. and like, I can't get in front of her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's walking slow, whatever. And it finally opened up where it went from a railing that was this big to a railing that was this big. And I'm like, passing lane just open. Okay. So I get to the side. I'm ready to put on the pass. Guess what this Karen did? She stepped it up into freaking hyperdrive. Mm. And she started just trucking it. So I couldn't freaking pass her. So when threatened that I was getting in front of her, she figured out how to walk. Am I mean? Am I bad? Bad person? Well, the only thing I would have said from a critique point is <laughs> yeah. like, maybe you could have helped her with the boxes and maybe like, I was carrying the box. Oh, you were carrying, I was the carrying. The oh, then F her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would uh, like, I must not have heard that part. I was listening and thinking in my brain, like, Oh, this, this older lady's carrying three boxes and just that's why she's like, trying to no, cut. It was me. No, yeah. I'm uh, like, Ooh, hoofing uh, it. Like no, she's we got walking no, two miles. We got an no, hour. no time for her. No. Then. Yeah. Get out no, of there. Yeah. Jerk. Yeah, jerk store called. They're running out of you. <laughs> you better get those boxes mailed. Rare form you're oh, in, brother. Oh, man. So, hey, it always feels good to vent a little bit. So, today's show will not just be about uh, venting at the post office and Karen's, but I'm going to talk a little bit about the Chiefs 49ers. The Super Bowl is set. We're going to talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Joe, if he's prepared for it, I haven't talked to him about it, but uh, we're going to talk a little TV and movies. How can I be prepared for it if you didn't tell me about it? That, well, maybe you've watched some of them. Oh, maybe you're anticipating okay. some of the right, ones. Right. That are, so we're, I'm going to talk about my favorite shows of 2023 and what I'm looking forward to most in 2024. Sure. Also, Jim Harbaugh gone from Michigan, and it is uh, becoming a mass exodus with coaches up there. Uh, we'll see if the players end up following suit. But I got some uh, some thoughts on that. We'll talk about here in a minute. 
And then we'll just go a little bit of current events. So we did our ultimate current events just uh, recently with the post office. But uh, that is kind of what's on the agenda for today. So, um, Joe. Yes, sir. So my Super Bowl prediction from Penguin City the other night came true. I, I said Chiefs and I said 49ers. Yeah. It didn't look like that early on, especially know. with the Lions. But uh, but your overall thoughts on the weekend games? So, like, I the 49ers game concerned me because it was so weird going into halftime. And yeah. I was only watching every once in a while. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a blow. 24 to 7. Yeah. And then I come back after halftime and I sit there like, wait a minute. What just happened here? So fill me in on the domination early and then the loss of whatever later. Yeah. So, I mean, Detroit got off to a hot, it was 14, nothing like, like that. Um, and they were just, they were, they were moving the ball. They were just moving the ball, getting some really nice chunk plays and the 49ers, um, you know, kind of sputtered out earlier on and, and they didn't have much going. The lions went into halftime with a lot of confidence. Uh, a few, questionable calls uh maybe by dan campbell their head coach of like maybe should have kicked a field goal instead of going for it and stuff like that but my counterpoint to that is that's their identity that's who they are they go for it um and they had momentum and they really did yeah i mean they they were going for the kill and i can't blame them for that because there were a couple drop passes on fourth down that that's not a bad coaching. You you put your players in the right uh, you know, uh position. Um, I, I know it was uh his name's escaping me right now, but number eight on Detroit dropped uh one, if not two, huge uh completions that were right there in his hands. And uh one was a fourth and two in a critical spot, dropped it. And then the 49ers got all the momentum off of a complete lucky break. So Purdy throws like a 50 yard ball down the field, Detroit, literally the ball hits them right off the face mask uh, of the lions player bounces in the air. And then I think it was, um, uh, which player it was Brandon. Ayuk, the number 11 for the 49ers caught it. And then two plays later there it's a touchdown. The game swings and it was all momentum and all San Francisco after that. Um, so 49ers, the 49ers are the better team Detroit though probably played the better game uh except for maybe a handful of plays so um you know at the end of the day it's whoever is the best on that day and the 49ers overall from start to beginning are probably the best team in the nfl this season um so i i thought the better team won i i felt really really bad for lions fans though um a former guest of our show megan who was a wkbn reporter she lives up in milwaukee now but she's from the detroit area i saw her posting and she was just like bummed about it and like she was with like some lions fans and i saw they were just i mean that's tough and you and i know that feeling all too well uh with the browns and just heartbreak of being a Cleveland sports fan in general. So, but the lions, the Buffalo bills and the Cleveland Browns are right up there in most tortured fan bases uh, of all time. And uh, you, you really feel bad for, for the lions what, fans. What was your favorite meme after the, uh, the NFL games? Uh, well, um, I saw this, somebody superimposed the picture of Taylor Swift's face on Len Dawson's body smoking a cigar. <laughs> that was that was probably my favorite because um, 
let me let me ask you this. We talked a little bit about this on Wednesday with the whole Taylor Swift stuff. Um, I think, and this I'm going to share my opinion first, and then you give me your your counter or agree. Um, I think she gets way too much hate because it's like, first of all, I didn't hear anybody complaining about Eminem being on too much. Like Eminem was on a ton. On I would arguably say more. It would be interesting if someone could do a comparison of like how much. Uh, screen time did or FaceTime did Taylor Swift get versus Eminem and you know maybe it's more one way or the other I don't know but I I I don't she's not asking for the the a lot of people that don't like her would say she is asking for the attention but to me it's like she's up in a box she's cheering on the team that she's you know likes whether you know it's her boyfriend on the team or you know, it's conspiracy theory. They're together for, to promote more money. I, I saw something where she made the Chiefs in the NFL a combined over $330 million um, this past, you know, since what, September, October, um, which, I mean, I mean, how can, how can anyone uh, fault her for just being there, you know, is, is kind of my thing. And now the next big story is she's got a show apparently in Tokyo and will she make it back to the Super Bowl? I could care less on that. But, but it's like, it is entertaining and it's like, again, whether you like it or not, it is what it is. So your thoughts. Branding. It's a great decision. Yeah. Parts. Like both on Taylor Swift, bringing fans mm -hmm. exposure that way. And the NFL absolutely needs help with bringing in new people to the sport anyway. So I think it's a definitely a win-win. It's kind of fun that after Kelsey makes a play, yeah. you know, we're taking bets to see how long it takes to pan to Taylor, yeah, you know, in the audience, and I'm, I'm 100% on, and, on that. And obviously, we're down here at Youngstown Studio. We're downtown Youngstown, uh, and we have a lot of um, stake in this game. You know, again, you know, Travis Kelsey's from Northeast Ohio. Um, you know, uh, the Chiefs have some ties to this area as well. Obviously, the 49ers have major ties to this area, to Bartlow York family. Um, still has their house in Canfield. Uh, I'm sure one of many, but they all have been uh, loyal to this area. They've supported this area through uh, fundraisers, through donations, all that kind of stuff. So to me, my heart was always with the 49ers if it's not the Browns playing, you know? So um, now, when the only downside of this whole thing is that I think that the media and those kind of things, they get kind of to this yeah so then you know this is sort of like a natural thing that happened that they're just kind of exploiting the natural thing i think they're going to start like building those in and like planting celebrities in the crowds to be able to do this with and that's when it's going to go off the rails mm -hmm. overdo yeah that's and it, it it i agree yeah don't overkill it just just let it play out see what happens and for the people that have like this this like they're posting all this like hate on social media it's like just get over it. Like if you're watching the football game, okay. If they show her, look away, go, go get a piece of pizza, go get a, go get a glass of water, go get a beer or whatever. So, okay. Let's just say Brown's game. Yeah. Okay? Uh, one of the players starts dating someone. What mm -hmm. other celebrity is popular enough or has that appeal that could get away with it? Like name uh, one. That honestly, I had this, I, I posed this question the other day. I don't think there's anyone in the world more popular than her right now. Like literally, any president, any world leader out there, you know, maybe face it's like, oh, I know who that person is. But literally, you go to 
you go to um, England, you go to Brazil, you go to any of the different continents, Australia, you know, Asia, everyone knows who Taylor Swift is. Not I say everyone, but I, I, I think the majority of people know who she is, where if you put Vladimir Putin or I don't want to compare her. Oh, to, well, no, I'm just saying world. Well, or like Kim Jong-un, like what? Give me a so, give me a good uh, world leader. Liam Neeson, like the yeah, I have a set of skills. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, I would think that would be the most amazing. I think that's awesome, but that applies to you and like his fan base. Some like, people like, oh, show me the football. Yeah. Show me Liam. Yeah, but there's probably what five to ten million people in America that would easily recognize his face, and the other two hundred some million would be like. Oh, I kind of know that guy, or I have no idea who that I is. Exactly. Know. So, and hopefully the Brown, none of no Browns players are dating Liam Neeson <laughs> <laughs> for multiple reasons, but but whatever. Uh, no, to I'm each their own. Yeah, you know, I, I am too, and to each their own. But he's he's out. He's a little too old now <laughs> to be dating uh, young guys or girls. So whatever. But he does. He will. Uh, he will straight up murder you in your sleep. So, um, so okay. Moving on from uh, Taylor Swift, Liam Neeson, Kim Jong-un, and Vladimir Putin. Um, here, Well, I was think like, literally, when I think of most recognizable people, it's usually, like, tyrants or bad people. Because it's like, I couldn't tell you right now who the Australian prime minister is or, you know, or even England's right now. It's like, well, the freaking Queen of England, but she holds no real power. You know, it's like, uh, so if anyone out there, I challenge you to name me someone more popular or more recognizable maybe is a better I term than taylor name, swift what if they would have taken whatever the princess is yeah well is. and i uh um well, there's kate middleton there's yeah. also so, that yeah so let's just say they crowded her and right so they cut to her people would be equally as annoyed with that mm-hmm Mm -hmm. Well, people will do it uh, if LeBron's in the stands at a Browns game or, you know, at a at a Cowboys game or something. What's the first thing you think of when you see a LeBron? It's like he's supporting his, his local team. Right? Yeah, it's like, I, I don't care. That's cool. Good for him. You know, live your life. So at the end of the day, she's not hurting anybody. She's doing her thing. Let her let her live her life. So, yeah, it, it, it really is. And it in no way affects the game whatsoever. Yeah, that's more, yeah, target that, target that. So, all right, let's look at the bracket. Here we go. So we made it all the way through. Um, you know, so we are down to the final two, obviously. The Super Bowl will take place February 8th. Um, so not this weekend. They take a week off for, um, you know, the awards and the <laughs> Pro Bowl, which I, I don't, I don't talk about the Pro Bowl, but it is what it is, but um we, will you be like i, I don't know i all i know the is skill challenge is what i look for yeah and and i i actually would think like people that don't love football as much or like little kids would think that's cool you know what i mean and i have no problem but i'm gonna like spend that time i would be i first of all i don't ever remember watching a whole pro bowl all the way through so it was it was wasn't any fun and like the recognition is what it should be about. Just like saying, these are the best 11 players on offense. These are the best 11 players on defense, maybe first team, second team. And you have that with your all pro teams. And then your, you know, maybe your skill positions, your kickers, your punters, your return guys. But well, in, in like Major League Baseball, 
are you more likely to watch the all-star game or the home run derby home run derby For sure. yeah that's the skill but i will say major league baseball is probably the best all-star game of the major four um but you know here, here neither here nor there with that so um bit of browns news they did hire uh is it up there on the screen they did hire not the guy on the right that's me not the guy on the left that's my brother-in-law but ken dorsey former miami university quarterback former um uh former um what else what else? He played for the Browns. He he was like a kind of a, a traveling quarterback within the NFL. But uh, that's a picture from probably about 10 years ago. Met him, met him down in Florida. Uh, and I'm a pretty fairly tall person. I'm about 6'2". So I'm I'm guessing he's about 6'5". But um, did get fired from his Buffalo job. But, I, you know, I overall thought he did a pretty good job. Josh Allen turned into one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Does make a lot of mistakes here and there, but uh, also makes a lot of plays. And he previously worked with Cam Newton. We have a dual threat quarterback in Deshaun Watson who can run, who can throw. Uh, so hopefully working with him and uh, figuring things out, maybe taking a little bit off of Kevin Stefanski's plate will be good for, for everybody. So I, I think the general public really underappreciates mm -hmm. like, how freakishly big NFL players are. Yeah. Yeah, and he he's he's big in in stature. He's not this huge guy, but he still's probably 220, 230, you know. He's a he's not a, a little dude. So, um okay, as of the this recording, we only have two head coaching jobs available left in the league. So, Seattle is still uh vacant and the Washington Commanders are still vacant. But you can see on the list uh or if you're listening on podcasts, I'll read it, but uh Titans have hired um, Brian Callahan, who is the son of Bill Callahan. And a lot of Browns fans, I think, were worried they were going to lose Bill Callahan because his son might take him. It turns out he's going to stay with the Browns, which is awesome. So Brian Callahan leaves Cincinnati as their offensive coordinator, kind of weakens them a little bit, goes to uh, the Titans. Uh, and Carolina Panthers have hired, uh, I believe it's Dave Canales. I, I can't remember his background. I didn't look it up. I should have. The big one, obviously, we know Jim Harbaugh uh, last Wednesday night went to the L.A. Chargers. So good riddance, Jimmy. Um, and I saw someone posted on Twitter, like, as soon as that happened, how long till we see a Harbaugh versus Harbaugh Super Bowl? And then someone immediately retweeted, who wants to tell them? They're both in the AFC. <laughs> so uh, that will never happen. They can play in the AFC championship game, but they will never play in a Super Bowl, at least as the current status. Um, the Falcons fired Arthur Smith, who is now the Steelers' new offensive coordinator, and uh, they have brought in Raheem Morris. The Commanders fired Ron Rivera. That job is still available. The Las Vegas Raiders, Josh McDaniels, fired antonio pierce was the interim guy he is now their full-time guy um we will also uh we've got a cool little las vegas raiders uh nugget coming up for you here in a minute too and then uh, in new england bill belichick uh parts ways uh gerard mayo still there and then seattle still vacant with uh how'd you like Carol to follow leaving. belichick um <laughs> <sighs> yeah I would not have liked to follow Belichick, especially like four years ago. But now, 
they have kind of struggled over the past couple of years, but, but still it's, you want to be the guy that replaces the guy that replaces the legend. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you want to be like second, but some guys only might get one shot at a, an NFL job. And, and like, if that's your only opportunity and you get the shot, you, you know, as Eminem say, you only get one shot. Do not that miss a chance to blow. <laughs> but uh yeah oh and speaking of eminem he did snap back to reality in that second half so uh you know do you rap like you seem like you're, you're i okay so i'm getting a little too old to do that shit now but in my car in the shower uh about five of these i'll get up on stage and do some karaoke um fun fact at my uh high school 20th reunion which was what year is it <laughs> so like three years ago um our, my class reunion i got up on stage and this is ever we had a blast but um there's a bar in boardman called krakatoa and everyone kind of met there afterwards um and i got up there and did today was a good day by ice cube which is about the easiest song to do because you have to have no um musical talent like me you just have to be able to read <laughs> and and you might throw a little bit of like uh voice inflection in there you know like have a little stage presence which what, what you i go? think i do once i have a little liquid so courage i i'm the i'm the uh karaoke master right yeah. and i say justin what's mm -hmm. what's your go-to song what are you rapping to okay so very first one i ever did was um pour some sugar on me def leopard uh, i said rap that's rap. It is not rap. Oh, uh, no, that's not rap. No, you're right. That's more. That's rock. That's um. sorry. I was thinking of another one. Um, I did <laughs> the Humpty Dance. Do you remember the Humpty Dance? I do. Uh, I couldn't tell you who the artist is, uh, but mix a lot. No, it's, it's someone in that vein. Um, BJ and BJ probably knows. We'll, okay. we'll ask. We'll ask BJ. See if he knows. But uh, um, so your go to's. My go-to, if I had a go-to, um, like an, oh man, might be like Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, okay. something like that. I like a little bit more up tempo, but sometimes if you've had too much to drink, your words start slurring a little bit, and, yeah, and you can't keep up. Rap. So, well, or it builds up to like a, it builds up to like a, inter intermediate pace where you can kind of keep up and it's not too fast, or if it's super fast, but you know all the words like hypnotize, notorious B.I.G., great one. The whitest person based on skin tone right now and not seeing the sun for about two months, I can still get up there and uh, do a little. Uh, yeah, but I have to have the words as a crutch, even though I won't be looking at them the whole time. I kind of need to know like some, you know, like some cues of what's coming up next, especially again. If you've had a few uh, cocktails and your your mind's like, okay, yeah, I think I got that, but you know, so the the most disappointing thing of karaoke is when you put on a song that you know, yeah, and then you see what the actual lyrics are, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh shit, like since 1993, I've been singing that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be a really good show if we get like Jackie down here or we get a good musician another good, good musician which we have a great musician coming up but he is not a vocalist he is uh, a trumpet player and and conductor we'll talk about him in a little bit but next time we get a good vocalist or a good 
and you have them on. You've had them several yeah, times. A sure. bunch of good vocalists down here. Um, you just had one last week. I saw. Um, but once we get the next one of that, we should play a little game. Is that the lyric or not? That would be fun to do a little research and and see what happens there. So um, I don't know. So yeah, okay. Um, so moving on, uh, let's talk about Jim Harbaugh. Jim, My favorite guy. Jim Harbaugh, and I think this was, well, let me just read the quote. I'm going to put the quote up. So this was from, uh, a, this was from two years ago in February, and it says Michigan's Jim Harbaugh says Vikings interview the last time he'll chase an NFL coaching job. We all know that turned out. Liar. To not, you are not Cheater. the father. <laughs> Uh, I called Michigan athletic director Ward Manuel and I asked him if he wanted me to head coach Harbaugh added. And he said, yes, 100%. And I said, okay, then that's what I want to do. And I told him, which is Ward, this will not be a recurring theme every year. This was a one-time thing. We found out that is a lie. I feel like Maury Povich over here. <laughs> Harbaugh lying? Who would Exactly. Thought? Who would have ever thought Jim Harbaugh would be a liar. <laughs> we love Joe. Jim I, can, I can't. Is there a way I can skip? It's not letting me do my thing. I don't know. Try it. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Okay. Next, Jim Harbaugh. Now I know Michigan fans out there who um, there's there's probably not a whole lot that watch this show because they know. I mean, you look at even what I'm wearing. I got little Ohio's on my shirt here, but um. Um, this is this is an Ohio State. This is a Youngstown State supported podcast. Uh, but I will say a lot of Michigan people out there are running their mouths, rightfully so. They have won three in a row. Um, but Jim Harbaugh, along with the last three Michigan head coaches, have a losing record against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Jim Harbaugh, three and five. Technically, actually, he's two and five. He's not three and five because he didn't coach the game this year. His team won. He didn't coach the game, though. So I think we put another little asterisk by that. Brady Hoke went 1-3. and three. Rich Rodriguez went 0-3. And, and Lloyd Carr, can't spell Lloyd without two L's, went 6-7. and seven. So, um, so the last four Michigan head coaches go 0-4 um, in winning record versus the Buckeyes. Now, a lot of great memes out there. Uh, we got the heist, the art of the steel, starring Jim Harbaugh, Connor Stallions, Chris Partridge, all gone from Michigan who were on their staff last year. Um, and then Jim Harbaugh's career versus Ohio State. Loss, 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 loss. That's five if you're not counting. They gave up on the game in 2020. They they forfeited that game, basically. Uh, but that counts as a zero and zero record, which saved Harbaugh's job. And then they cheated in 2021. They cheated in 2022. And then he was suspended this year. So you really look at it. Does he have a does he have a legit win? And I'm gonna get some pushback on this. I know I will, but you know what? That's all in good fun. But uh F Harbaugh. <laughs> F Harbaugh. And then that's the title of this show. F Harbaugh, F Karen's. <laughs> not, not not all Karen's. Not I, Karen's I do have some not great Taylor Swift, <laughs> F Harbaugh. F Harbaugh. And F the Ravens, too, you know. Um, I'm going to try to get the Michigan fan club in as a guest. Yes. What would you even say? to the I Michigan would, fan you know what? I do have some Michigan fans in my life that I really respect and I really like as people, but there is something to be said about like, you can have good, 
banter back and forth without hating the person without like this vitriol and like your your you know steam coming out of your ears about it but you know what f them too <laughs> just kidding you know if no, you know if we're kidding. friends and, and you're a michigan fan f that's michigan that's fans. fine but but uh that's what it makes is. it fun f michigan f michigan yes so um but i love this meme there was the, the picture on the bottom i added but uh you know there's leo going down on the sinking ship while rose is uh, on the lifeboat that's harbaugh jumping off ship uh not going down with the ship with the michigan ship there first of all he um i know i believe he's taken his defensive coordinator he has taken um, their strength and conditioning guy, which is one of the most important coaches in the building. Um, I, I believe uh, he took someone off the Ravens staff. And also, um, they're losing 44 seniors, fifth and sixth year players, which is unbelievable. Plus, there's going to be guys that leave that are early for the NFL. There's going to be guys that leave and go in the transfer portal. And then I will say Michigan hired the right person. I, I do think... Um, Sharon Moore is probably the right person for the job. However, he's in a pretty tough spot right now as the Michigan Wolverines head coach. Um, and they are coming off a national title, but, but they're going to struggle next year, I think. And by struggle, I mean, they'll probably still win eight games, nine games, but they're, they're, they're not going to have it easy by any means. And we'll see what kind of infractions, if any, the NCAA places on them. Hopefully, a decent amount. We'll see. Yeah. So, F so Michigan. You, you usually <laughs> for the Michigan Ohio State game, I'm traveling, mm -hmm. and I usually break away from my vacation yeah. to watch the Michigan Ohio State game. Yeah. And I've been disappointed the last couple years. Yeah. So looking, I'm I'm scheduling my vacations. Now. I think this year is going to be a, a better year for you. Okay. Yeah. So I should. Yes. Break away it. from the beach, the sun. Yeah. Come or back, watch the game. Can you get like an antenna out there on the beach yeah, with it? You sure. get reception. Just watch it out there. I think you can probably kick your feet up, hopefully, by by halftime. But it made me sad the last so, couple of times. I don't want that. It has been sad. It has been. And the first halves have been competitive the last uh, the last three years. And then uh, 2021 and 2022, Michigan dominated in the second half. And then um, this past year, really, if you think about it, Ohio State, they had one loss, well, one regular season loss. Um, the Cotton Bowl is a, a distant memory for me. But they have one regular season loss where they were 11 and 0. they lost to the number one team, Michigan, um, who ended up winning the national championship. If you look at Washington's season, Washington made it to the national championship. Um, would you say Washington's a better team than Ohio state? I wouldn't. Uh, it's just, they won the games that were on their schedule. Ohio state, obviously, you know, lost to Michigan and, um, obviously in the regular season. So they couldn't get to the big 10 title game. They couldn't get to the playoff because of that. But um, yeah, it sucks, but it is what it is. We're now in the new world, 12 team playoff. I don't see uh, any time soon where Ohio state wouldn't make that playoff. And if they do uh, miss a playoff, there's probably uh, people coming for some heads uh, in Columbus. So we'll see how that all turns out. But uh, so are you, you know, a Ryan day believer? I, I've always believed in Ryan Day. I know um, a lot of people out there are like, he's not the right guy. He's not doing this. I think Ohio State, uh, if they are not the number one team in the preseason, they are the number two team. Um, it's Georgia, Ohio State. And if I were a 
betting man, which sometimes I am. Do you have any free bets out there? If you can get a college football future of national champions uh, and put, put a little bit of money on Georgia, put a little bit of money on Ohio State, uh, I think Georgia's like plus 400 right now. Ohio State, last I look, was like plus 600. So you get six to one or four to one on your money, and you know those two teams are probably going to be in the final four battling it out. It's like then you could hedge your bets later and uh, if they do make it. So just some. Some advice. So, do you think Michigan without Harbaugh is a contender next year? Contender to make the playoffs? Yes. Contender to win the national championship? No. So, they do have a lot of talent on that team still. But again, we'll see when the dust settles. We'll see when um, all this, you know, who comes in as to replace a lot of these coaches. Who comes in uh, to replace a lot of these players? They they do have some really good defensive linemen. They have a, you know, they have a Donovan Edwards, one of the better running backs in the country coming back. Uh, but they're losing a ton of players, plus, which said? is 40. Well, out of those 44 seniors, I don't know how many of those guys actually made a dynamic impact. I'm sure there were some like end of the roster guys on there. But um, I let's just say they're probably losing 20 to 25 impact players off of that roster. That's huge. Yeah. You know, that's huge. So we will see um, one look at the uh, NCA looking uh, for uh, Jim Harbaugh as he uh, <laughs> snakes out uh, the snakes out Shawshank to uh, to to get out. So uh, the Internet is usually undefeated with memes. Um, I I've tried to come up with some of my own, but like I feel like people are just like sitting around waiting for stuff to happen and they have like these hypothesized events that they think are going to happen and they already have these memes ready to go to like shoot out as soon as they happen they are so fast and if you have a real job or if you have (laughs) children or if you have uh, a life it's hard to do that stuff right on i try to think of these like witty things and sometimes i'll like shoot it out and it'll be funny but like i'm about like three hours late to the party or something like that so but doing my best guys i will i will eventually get to that I, point I'm where i can you, like the, have them ready the detroit guy that got the the super bowl champions oh on gosh. his shoulder never and the t-shirts that are made never. for the other team like never, never. that's where you gotta be you gotta <laughs> live true. in that space that's true so we, so we mentioned harbaugh and we showed the titanic meme we mentioned harbaugh we showed the shawshank redemption meme and meme and a few others um let's talk about now i'm gonna go right into tv and movies so just give me are you watching anything right now sopranos again for the third time okay sopranos now that's a nice easy transition into my list now what i did is i made my top 10 shows i watched in 2023 some of those all 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 of those shows except for one aired in 2023 so here's my list I put The Sopranos number one Boom. because I finally watched it Yeah, in 2023. I saw they just had the 25th anniversary of it coming out, which is unbelievable. Whoa. 25 years. Um, but The Sopranos by far, um, I would put it right up there. Game of Thrones, Sopranos, a handful of other shows as like the uh, maybe Breaking Bad. Some of the best TV that has ever been out there. And it is so good. 
so fun. If you're a Youngstown person, you can relate to that Italian, um, you know, that we don't necessarily have like the mafia stuff around anymore, but the, the old Italian way of doing things, um, it's kind of fun. So just an unbelievable show. You do have to know the characters. What? Let me ask you this. Who's your favorite character on that show? On The Sopranos. Question. I have mine, like, no doubt. 100%. Polly Walnuts, for sure. Ding, ding, ding. That is the correct answer. <laughs> Polly freaking Walnuts. I even have them, like, when you log into your, like, uh, Max account now, like, when I do that, you can create your little emoji. Polly Walnuts is mine. And he's got this scowl on his face. But he is the most freaking hilarious Eternal. guy. So, so good. So, yeah, Polly. I mean, Tony's obviously up there, um, but there, there's so many good characters on that show. Um, well, what started me on this is like last year when we were out to Zion National Park, we actually met Adriana, mm. Chris's really super hot she, girlfriend. And and when that show aired, she was like, oh, my God. Primo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we got yeah. to meet her in person. And so I was like, I remember her. Like, Does I watched she couple- have that accent or was that TV? Driven? Totally. Okay. Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Oh that's, man, that's I'm jealous. Life. Yeah. I'm, I would love to meet Adriana. Yep. That would be like, uh, that'd be like top of the list celebrity right there. So when when I'm watching the episodes, I'm like realizing how many episodes I actually missed when the season was live. Okay. And I probably missed about fifty percent of them. So I mm. didn't. I did not know the Soprano storyline. Interesting. Okay. I know, and this is something for to put in the back of people's head if you haven't watched it yet and then we're getting a little little ahead of ourselves but they do have um i think a marathon that they'll do like one season a day on hbo if you have hbo or max now um like leading up to new year's or right after new year's and that's kind of fun if if you have the time for it uh or you know obviously you can it's on demand you can go watch it anytime but sopranos elite Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Like top of the top of the top. Um, All right. The next one, um, Succession. I don't know if you got into that one. Yes, I did. Oh, so good. You recommended that Uh and I dug it for sure. Succession. Do you have a favorite character on that? Oh, man. What's the the squirrely brother? Um, Is it? It's Fuller from uh, Home Alone, right? Yeah. What's his name? Um, Kendall's the... Kendall's the eldest brother, right? The the next youngest <laughs> um, brother. I, his name's escaping me. It's but been yeah, a couple that weeks. dude. Yeah, but he and he won like best best actor in in like the Golden Globes and stuff for for his role. But um, yeah, so good that we forgot his name. <laughs> but he is he is so so good on that it's show. Really good. Um, if you have not watched Succession, go watch it right now, and it is so awesome. The dad, Kendall role or um um. Roy, Mr. Roy. I don't know. I forget his name too, <laughs> but uh, he is a badass in that show. I love Shiv in that show up yes. until the end of the, she got kind of like, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but they, they have some standalone episodes that are just great for rewatching, but it builds up and uh, it is so good. I so. was so disappointed with myself with how many of those characters that I liked and endeared. I'm like, they're terrible people mm-hmm. and I like them and yeah. I want the- Logan Roy is the dad. Yeah. That name go. just popped in my head. I'm, I'm still, 
why can't I think of the brother's name? We'll have to look the brother's name up. I got you. But it's he plays Fuller. It's a it's a Macaulay Culkin's brother um, in real life. But Shiv is great. Tom, Tom, Tom kind of grows on you and he's He's kind of an idiot. But yeah, he's he's kind of a he plays a good role. Um, if you have not watched The Last of Us season one, that that is a highly recommended. Um, I just finished up uh, before the new year, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I highly, highly recommend that show. She is phenomenal. I don't know the actress's name, but the she plays Midge Maisel. Um, you got Susie Meyerson is her, uh, you know, um, um, agent in that show. And she's like the voice of uh, Lois Griffin, if you're any family guy fans are out there, but Roman. She, she's Rowan. Yes. R- Roman. Roman Roy. Yep. Roman Roy. Yep. So Roman Roy, Kendall Roy, Logan Roy, Shiv Roy. And then there's Tom. And then there's the weird brother that's from, um, uh, what's he from? He's from Ferris Bueller's day off. Love him. So he's, uh, he's, he's a good one. awkward, run. like out of the family, but totally in the family. <laughs> he tries to run for president. He gets totally <laughs> busted up by everybody. Yeah. I feel like we could do uh, some deep dives on just the Sopranos and Succession. Even yep. though they're over, they're still highly relevant in pop culture. Um, Barry. Have you watched Barry? Watched all of them. Oh, <laughs> it turned, it starts out as a comedy and turns into like this dark, <laughs> funny, uh, I don't even know what to, dramedy, I guess I would call it. Um, but you got the guy from Dodgeball that's in it. Um, he's in Office Space. Uh, again, I'm, I apologize. I don't know these actors' names off the top of my head. But Barry, who is um, he's, he's just awesome. He's a former military guy, goes out to Hollywood to try to become an actor. Long story short, blah, blah, blah. You know, um, you got the freaking Fonz in it. He's great. And so many great characters in that show too. So it's another one of those where you basically have the villain mm-hmm. that you're totally cheering for. Yes. Yes. Like Dexter, like the anti-hero. Believe- yeah. Exactly. To bring another Taylor Swift reference in, <laughs> in here. So, but uh, yeah, they, it's a, it's like a Walter White type. You're rooting for, for sure. him. Uh, you're rooting for like the bad guy, but you like him. You like him. Yeah. For it's, sure. it's a, he's endearing. Um, Black Mirror. Joe, if you have you watched that? All because I was gonna say that show has to be right up your alley yeah. with technology and the way they do things in there. It's basically a modern day um, uh, Twilight Zone for sure. And I love. There was only five episodes in this latest season. It's on Netflix, um, but every episode was great except episode four. So one, two, three, and five. Go watch those. Episode four. Some people like it. Some people don't. But I think it's pr- probably the worst episode. But uh, the rest really solid um ted lasso very easily likable show it's just a feel-good show um a former football coach in america goes over to england it's it's just go watch it it's it's really good it's really funny um uh the righteous gemstones (laughs) never heard of it oh my god and it just it basically makes pokes fun at like the mega churches and like these big ministries that bring in these millions of dollars and the family dynamics that go into it. But it like spoofs it on top of spoofing it. It is phenomenal. Eastbound and down. If anyone's seen that, it's basically the same people that are in that. Uh, so, so good. 
the number nine one I have, Muscles and Mayhem. This is actually a documentary. It's actually the American Gladiators documentary. Um, did you know the creator of the show American Gladiators is from right here in Youngstown, Ohio? Not surprised yeah, at all. So, and uh, uh, in the show, they basically lead off by saying that. And um, the the guy he pitches the show to, the, the guy from Youngstown, uh, Johnny Ferraro, I want to say his name is. So, of course got to be an italian name sure. apparently he owned a gym here i don't know what gym it was but apparently he came in pitched the idea wearing an elvis suit so <laughs> that tells you all you need to know about him <laughs> Go so, so freaking good so good um and then finally this show is awesome but it did let me down a bit in season two yellow jackets again put it on your list if you have not watched season one, season one is phenomenal. Season two is not as good as season one, but I'm still anticipating season three. That's the uh, mark of a good show, in my opinion. I just started watching. It's called The Bear. Um, it's a cook from Chicago. He was like a Midas uh, restaurant worked at like the French laundry and worked at like these immaculate restaurants, but comes back home to Chicago to take over his brother's business who passed away. And it, I'm only like three episodes in is phenomenal. It's really, really good so far. Fargo is always good. And there's a show out there called Dave. I haven't watched yet, but I've heard it's hilarious. So that's another one on my list. I want to get to this year. So we'll see now movies that i watched last year i only watched that i could go back and remember six movies that's not that many if you really think about it. it's like one every other month so and i have um a five-year-old daughter well she just turned five so um a lot of the movies i go to are now like disney themed or like kids friendly so uh one two three of these movies on here three of the six i watch are are more like kid friendly so the first one, not so much, but I took her, we went and saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Um, pretty solid. It was really, I really would recommend that. I was like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan growing up. I love the cartoon, um, but this is more of like an uh, interesting take on it. Good show, solid show. The Little Mermaid, it's like live action now where it's like, you know, it's not a cartoon, it's real people. It's like fish that actually look like fish. It's crabs that look like crabs, stuff like that. It's really, really good. Wish was a solid movie. I believe that entire movie, and correct me if I'm wrong, was AI generated, but it was awesome. I just watched the Barbie movie. I know all the uh, drama out there with like Ryan Gosling getting nominated and, and not um, Margot Robbie and the director, but the movie was actually really funny. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I know a lot of people say it's like woke and stuff, but I went in for pure entertainment purposes and I left. And plus it's Margot Robbie like dressed up in these cool costumes and stuff the whole time. And if you don't like, Margot Robbie and you're a you're a heterosexual man. I want to get your eyes checked. So um, it is what it is. Reality, really good movie. It's like based on a true story. That's good. And then I only watched one horror movie uh, that I had never seen before last year. One of the freakiest movies, but best well done movies I've ever seen. Talk to me. Go watch it. Um, if you want to get freaked out and if you're someone that is in that horror genre, talk to me. Great movie. So those are the movies I, I saw last year. And 
I didn't get to some of like the bigger ones that I wanted to see. Just, you know, I, I have two younger kids, you know, didn't quite have the time I, I usually have, but John Wick, the final chapter, Thanksgiving's another horror movie air, the Michael Jordan story, which again, another Youngstown figure plays a, t a prominent role in that. I want to go see Wonka soon. Still haven't got to that. That's the origin story. Oppenheimer. I really want to see that movie. And then uh, the latest Creed movie came out there. So those are the movies I would like to see sometime soon. So any thoughts on that, Joe, before we get to... Uh... Man, I'm giving you thumbs down on so many of those, but... That's fine. That's fine. I'm just... Can, can I roll back the shows? Please. Like one you didn't mention that I spent a lot of time and invested in. It's... I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> Strike one. Strike one. <laughs> it's where like the person dies, but they, they, they take their consciousness and they put it into a simulation and they get to live in the simulation. Oh, and, oh, that's well, there's an episode of black mirror on that. Yeah. But this is a whole series on that premise. Ah, I can't remember what okay. it is, man. Maybe so I will say one more thing to add to that point maybe the greatest episode of TV ever made in, in black mirror was, I think it's called like San Junipero. It's that exact same theme. Um, I want to say that's the show title. So if you watch one episode of black mirror, go search that's San Junipero. And it's the same premise Joe just talked about where it's like putting your consciousness in another um, body, but it's basically like you're, you're uploaded forever kind of thing. So yeah. um, do, you, do you know how many movies and shows you've turned me on to that have been absolutely perfect? I, okay. So that's one of my favorite critic. Well, I will say like, if we can like ever start a TV or movie podcast down here, um, I, I try to incorporate that within our sports show, but I love sports, but I enjoy TV and movie stuff and breaking it down and the culture behind it and all that stuff probably just as much if not more than than sports so because sports it's like there's a beginning there's an end you know what's going to happen and uh at least a lot of times but a lot of times there is drama and some intrigue and stuff like that but you know the main players there there's not all this stuff there's always stuff to analyze but there's not this micromanaging of different things but with tv shows and movies you have no idea what's going to happen right. And some are garbage. Let's not lie. Some are trash. And that's fine. Totally. We put those out. This but, year, total garbage. And, like, it has but, been terrible for movies and also those series. You you mentioned Margot Robbie and, and Barbie. Barbie, But uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Margot Robbie, Wolf of Wall Street was probably the best combination. So good. Duo. So good. So good. Margot Robbie and anything. I'd watch her. Um, and there's a movie she was in with Will Smith. It's called like identity or I can't remember the name of it, but it takes place in new Orleans. Um, and there's another, they reference Youngstown in that they're at like an NFL. They're at a saints game. I don't know if it's actually the actual saints or not, but they're at an NFL game and it's like, it has something to do with betting or, you know, something in this, um, but they reference Youngstown, Ohio in that movie. And it's Will Smith talking to Margot Robbie. You know, I know the whole Will Smith stuff happened last year, but it's like, you're not going to get more A-list than those two, right. you know, like George Clooney, uh, Matt Damon, Brad Pitt, you know, there, there's only about 10 names on that list. And, and those two are right there at the top. So that's kind of neat. So, um, can I tell you 
I'm going to just give you five shows. Sure. What I'm looking forward to in 2024. Uh, one of these shows I'm already watching. It's three episodes in. Uh, True Detective Night Country. Jodie Foster is the main character in that. It is so good. Is it really? So good. Yeah. And I've watched the first season of True Detective, one of the better shows that have ever aired on TV. Um, season two was kind of garbage. Season three was good. Uh, and this is season four. Really, really good. It takes place up in and Alaska. I have to let you guys know, Justin's recommendations are batting a thousand with me. He has never recommended a series or a movie that hasn't like really put up four stars. So I take a lot of information from a lot of different people I trust and some I bring it in and I'm like, okay, I'm into that genre or I'm into that like topic or whatever. And they are really good or some are really bad. And so if I'm not interested at all, even if it's good, I probably won't watch it. But if it's something that I'm like into and this person I trust is recommending it. I take that, I watch it, and then I come up with my own like little pitch on it. This this so far, awesome. There's a lot going on. It takes place up in like almost the Arctic Circle in Alaska, where it's night all the time. Cause after like December 17th or something, they get no sunlight for months. And that's kind of a creepy concept there. But there's a murder mystery going on within all this other drama. It's very, very well done. So it's halfway through. There's only six episodes. So you're devoting six hours of your time to a really good show. You spread that out over six weeks. That's not that's not that much. You know, you could you could find six hours to watch this. The next one for the creepy. Can I interrupt you? Yeah, please. Do you remember Siskel, Siskel and Ebert? Oh, yeah, I do. So they would come on TV. I was young. Well, we were both young when they were and, on. And they would pitch a movie or series mm -hmm. and you would go and see it and you were like, wow, these guys are amazing with their recommendations. Yeah. And then one of them died. I don't know which one. Yeah. And their recommendations absolutely were terrible yeah. from that point on. So let's just say it was Siskel that, and Ebert was the main guy. You're Ebert, man. Like if you. <laughs> <laughs> Am I dead or alive? <laughs> You're the live guy. I'm the live one. Okay. Yeah. So one of them had good insight yeah. and had a really good honing on what was really so then good we're reincarnating reincarnating siskel that's you or you're siskel oh i thought i was ebert oh. <laughs> wait you're ebert. barney and fife i don't know bert and ernie <laughs> who are we so no but um but you could trust them yeah. and, and their insight into what was good you know was a good movie and then whatever the other one was like made terrible insights well and, and sometimes you look back like 20 years later on a movie and it's like Wow, they were way off on that. Way and sometimes, off. I mean, you're not going to bat a thousand. You really are not. But uh, there's some there's some stuff I like that people out there probably hate. But if I put it in like in a list, or if I'm like going to say, go spend some time watching this, I think it's well worth your time. So, um, and I try to like generalize it for like anybody, anybody of like any age any genre any whatever like there's some things like if you don't like horror you're probably not gonna like the next show i list it's like the the uh pennywise it's like i think it's called like welcome to dairy and it's like the origin story of like how that pennywise the clown from it like came to be i'm really looking forward to that it might be good it might be crap but i liked the movies it still kind of creeps me out a little bit i hate clowns probably stemming back to that movie and you know is what it is so well you you hate grandpa joe 
and you're okay with Taylor Swift. So yeah. if you were to take a poll to see how right you are. Oh, I'm 100%, 100%. correct on that. Everyone. I don't even care <laughs> if you're a San Francisco 49er fan that absolutely can't stand Taylor Swift. You're taking Taylor Swift over Grandpa Joe 99 times out of 100. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, that's the next one on my list. The Grandpa Joe, like I set that up perfectly. Let me, yeah, that was good. <laughs> Did you like Seinfeld? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know many people that don't like Seinfeld, especially, you know, just like people in, I would say people under the age of from like 30, 30 might be pushing it, 35, no, 30. Let's say 30 to 70 love Seinfeld. Yeah. If you're under 30, you probably haven't seen it, maybe seen reruns of it. If you're over 70, maybe not your thing, but it was huge in the mid nineties, yeah. huge up until like the late nineties. It had an amazing run. It's still very relevant now. Um, but curb your enthusiasm is way funnier than Seinfeld. Plus it's on HBO so they can swear which makes it that much funnier and makes the comedy effect. But George Costanza is, was based on Larry David. Larry David is the creator of Seinfeld and he is the main star of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So go watch it. It's like in its 11th or 12th season, but this is the final season. It starts this Sunday, the final season. So I will be watching that every week. Uh, it, it's on and it is Awesome. Awesome. So, so good. And now that football is going to be going away, those couple hours that maybe you were devoting to watching football, maybe go, go, go outside for a little bit, go do something outside, go, you know, get a hobby for an hour and then, then dedicate that third hour to watching one of these shows. So, um, stranger things. Now, my only thing I'm going to say with stranger things, I do not know if it will actually come out before the end of the year, because with the writer strike last year, I think it got halted, but it is back. And I think production is like almost done with stranger things. Um, this is the final season of this one. It's so good. And the only weird thing now is these kids were so young now. And now that Millie Bobby Brown, who's like 11 on that show, I think she's like 21 and she's like, She's like <laughs> looked at as like, you know, this sexy actress, you know, Instagram influencer and stuff like now, which is weird to think because like when she started that show, that was like eight to 10 years ago. She's like a young kid. Now you look at her and it's like, she's a grown ass woman. Yeah. Uh, but that they, they do a phenomenal job making these kids look like kids and having fun with it. It's people of our age that grew up in the early 90s late 80s um it, it's right in that wheelhouse it's so good have you ever heard of the montauk project so that's a conspiracy theory put that in the back of your brain but there's that. a real place called montauk new jersey and that is what this show was originally titled the montauk project uh, it's based on that there are some really dark disturbing things uh in that mark uh montauk pro project um so Put that in your conspiracy theories list. But yeah. Stranger Things, excellent show, entertaining. Well, and and I'll tell you, if you if you ask any 15-year-olds what like TV shows they watch, mm -hmm. they're not going to name anything except for that show, Stranger Things. That would be definitely right up there, for sure. If not, 
if not the top, it's in the top three for sure yeah. of, of any of Because their... they, they don't watch regular. No, they don't. Like no, that. they don't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, and, um, like I said, like a girl like her, that Millie Bobby Brown, she's huge on TikTok. She's huge on Instagram. And those kids that age, it's going to, uh, they're kids her age, but also like people that are in their 60s, 70s love that show. So it's, I got to see what she looks like now because she, she's, oh, she's a little kid to me. She, well, yeah. And it's weird to think, but she is, she is a beautiful girl. And then finally, any Game of Thrones fans out there, um, House of the Dragon season two. I don't know when the drop date will be, but I believe it's late spring, early summer. I want to say May or June when the House of the Dragon season two will uh, will drop. Also, um, the Penguin, which is going to be on Max, uh, which you know I believe is Colin Farrell, uh, Cobra Kai final season, Ted and Bobby Millie Bobby Brown. So you got her. Oh yeah, she. I mean she. She's beautiful. She's a good Whoa. looking girl. Yeah. Yeah. So good looking girl. Um, and she's, she seems like, I mean, obviously I don't know her, but she seems like she's down to earth. She's pretty cool. And like, you know, when you grow up as a kid and you're always in the limelight, that can probably go to your head a little bit. So again, I don't know what she's like in person, but seems like a, like a pretty normal, like cool type, you know, person that would uh, be easy to get along. So there's my top five things I'm looking forward to. Uh, on TV this year. So, um, Joe, just two or three more things. Let's close out because we started, uh, and usually I try to aim for about an hour. I think we're about an hour right now. So, um, Sports Illustrated, rest in peace. Hmm. It's going poor, away. Poor Sports Illustrated. I know, I know. But uh, these what, were a what, few what, of the Cleveland what, what, covers. What was your favorite feature of Sports Illustrated? See, okay, I didn't even think of the Sports Illustrated uh swimsuit edition which i know you're I, leading I didn't me. say anything why'd you say it with that like little voice at the end i i knew you were kind of leading me down that road um i actually i mean i i had sports illustrated for kids when i was growing up um obviously uh i think probably in like high school i had sports illustrated so i did get that swimsuit edition pretty nice um i think that speaking of influencers that olivia dunn i think is in uh in their latest uh edition i don't know if they're still going to do that the swimsuit edition or put out these special things but i think their monthly subscription is is going Done. by the wayside which it's kind of sad because it's nice to have those tangible things you know like you know like again i don't want to sound like a boomer here because that's not quite my generation but it is nice to every now and then pick up a magazine pick up a program pick up uh, whatever a newspaper um even though like you know but everything we do is is on it's on your phone now right. which i totally understand it and uh it's it's just going away and i'm sure the cost and the production is not worth the incentive they're getting back so i get it i totally get it and it is what it is so uh, so i i never bought a single swimsuit from the swimsuit issue and i had no idea they did sports so it was weird to me the name Sports Illustrated when all I saw was swimsuits. Yeah, it's really weird. I know. Yeah, it's false advertising. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Really, really quick. Cleveland Cavaliers are playing amazing basketball. They're 28 and 16. Uh, Darius Garland comes back tonight. Evan Mobley came back last night. They both missed the last six plus weeks with injuries. But the Cavs are racing back up to the top of the Eastern Conference standings. They are playing some great, great basketball. They're 17th in offensive rating, but the number two defensive rated team in the NBA. And overall, the seventh rated team 
in all the NBA. So they are right there, primed to make a run with uh, uh, with the Eastern Conference and NBA. A um, couple other things. Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Joe Maurer all go into the Hall of Fame in Major League Baseball this weekend. But this guy, the greatest baseball player I have ever seen live, whether it be with the Pittsburgh Pirates or the San Francisco Giants, Barry Bonds is still not in the Hall of Fame. And okay, steroids, yes, I get it. But what about Ty Cobb, who like beat the hell out of like multiple uh, people, including Badass. his wife, piece of shit, uh, is in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose, who has the most hits of all time, no per performance enhancing drugs, uh, but apparently bet on his own team, which obviously is a no-no. However, I don't know how you could take it away from what he did as a player. So Barry Bonds, to me, will be the greatest baseball player I've ever seen play. Uh, and for him not to be in the Hall of Fame, it's an absolute tra travesty. Um, and then this is another meme. I apologize. I don't know. It's been shared like a million times, so I don't know who the source is. But I thought this was phenomenal. Joe, do you have any Stanley Cups at home? I don't. You don't? They're expensive. I, I will say at my house, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this. We have six stanley cups um multiple colors but it is kind of nice because you know who has what and it does make you incentivize in, incentivizes you to drink water but when i think of stanley cup i think of the the trophy the hot nhl hockey but everyone now apparently at target there was like these big like pink edition of the stanley cup going around and all this other stuff but uh that is the world we're living in um but that company is making like $750 million a year. So God bless them. Love it. Love it. So <laughs> wish wish we would have invested in that a little sooner. Um, but I have uh, purchased my way into that company by owning six Stanley Cups of my own at, at my house. So Satisfied customer? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I, I mean, I don't think it's worth 40 bucks, but I think, I, I think we paid like 25 to 30 bucks for them. I think that is well worth it because you're not buying all these water bottles. You're not buying like the cheap crappy ones. And you're also not, um, they're dishwasher safe. You're also not going and, and putting all this plastic back into the environment. So whether you want to call me a hippie for that or whatever, go for it. <laughs> but well, I, I think this summer they're going to pit like Stanley and Yeti people and they're going to have to fight for dominance. I honestly like the nice thing I will say about Stanley cups and maybe Yetis have these too is like the handle on it. That's a nice little added feature. Yeah. So Stanley thinks they're special, but yeah. Yetis. And I will superior. say Tervis, Tervis is still nice, but my complaint with Tervis is and Tervis, by the way, um, the owners are Ohio state alums. They live in, um, just south of sarasota in florida um i've actually met them before they're super nice people in i'm trying to think of the town name venice venice florida right south of sarasota and um uh the beach everybody goes to um whatever you know what siesta key right south of siesta key but um tourists are great but for indoor use only i have a pool and when we use um sunscreen and stuff that sunscreen will ruin those cups so to me, I've like I've wasted enough money in Tervis. Um, they're nice indoor cups, not outdoor cups. I'll take Stanley cups. That's fine. Whatever, you know. All right. Speaking of Florida, <laughs> anything back from Bernie Kozar? I have you heard from him? I haven't messaged him, but I will say I am now verified on Twitter. So 
I can I can direct message him. So Bernie, you better fucking watch yourself. I'm coming for those DMs. I, I want to drink some you. coffee and enjoy yeah. Kozar coffee. I, I'll drink some Kozar coffee every freaking day on this show, Bernie. Come every on. day, damn it. Every day. And and this show airs at 3:30. So that is when you typically need that late pick-me-up to yep. get you through the rest of the night, especially guys like you and me who are up at 6 a.m. or earlier and it's like i need that extra little thing i need my kozar coffee but i can't get a spokesperson to respond to until my then i'll just drink some of this delicious <laughs> sazerac that does the opposite of kozar coffee <laughs> it, it it makes me feel good about myself though temporarily <laughs> and and sazerac rye we love you so give us a call if you uh want to support the show down here so um okay um i think i have a few other notes. oh can i just share one other note and it's oh, a guy man. from the 3-3-0. This is the most unbelievable LeBron James statistic I have ever heard. It is one number. It is 35%. LeBron James has played against 35% of all players in NBA history. That's unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. 35. So he has played of over one out of every three people that have played in the NBA. LeBron James has played against or with that's freaking mind-blowing to me now and and you can name all the guys he hasn't you can name a bunch uh larry bird michael jordan magic johnson but still one third one out of every three and then add a few more in um of every player that's ever played in the nba has played with or against lebron james mind-blowing just yeah. just crazy so at a high level for multiple decades. He had a triple-double against the Golden State Warriors last Saturday in a double overtime win. He he is he is doing things that no one in the NBA has ever done at his age. He's unbelievable. So good for him. And right grandpa here, LeBron, thank you so much. He is the one better. grandpa we lo we love. So no grandpa, grandpa Joe. Joe. No grandpa F, F Grandpa Joe, F the Ravens, <laughs> F Jim Harbaugh. So um yeah, that's it. Everyone, enjoy your um, Tuesday. We will be back on Thursday with an awesome guest, David Perico. He is the house band conductor of the Las Vegas Raiders, which are hosting Super Bowl, uh, whatever Super Bowl it is. I, I forgot the Roman numeral, but... 153. But in Allegiant Stadium, which is a great stadium, but he is uh, the band director there. He is from Cheney High School. Uh, and we'll we'll talk to him down here on Thursday. So tune in for that show. So for Joe Danier, Justin Coffin, BJ in the back, everybody enjoy your day and we will see you on Thursday. Thank you for listening to this show on Youngstown Studio. This is original Youngstown content. Feel free to share our videos and tell your friends about us. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook.